and welcome to another episode of our OECD Education Podcast. Top class, I'm Rodrigo, and I work for the OECD Directorate for Education and Skills. With me today as a co-host is Katerina, a student representative of the OECD Future of Education and Skills 2030 project. Hi, Katerina. How are you? Fantastic, Rodrigo. How about you? Good. Thank you. In previous episodes, we have discussed how students are getting prepared to participate in ever-changing societies, why students need to become innovators, and how students' creativity help to solve real-life problems. But today's episode is different. Katerina, why don't you tell us why? Today's episode is quite special. For the first time in Top Class, we're talking to students about what matters to them and how they see the future of education and skills. We're joined by Eva, Jiwoo, Maria, and Sua. By the way, all four are high school students and are very engaged in improving education. So uh, maybe you can introduce yourself. I'm Maria, I'm from Portugal, and I'm 17. I like skiing, I like horsemanship, uh, swimming, all of sports, football, uh, all of them, I love them. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jiwoo Yang, and I'm from South Korea. I'm 16 years old. For me, uh, my favorite hobby is listening to music and also playing music, and I really love playing different instruments. Hi, I'm Eva. I'm from Portugal. I'm 17, and I'm in the last year of high school. My favorite hobby is definitely figure skating. I really, really love it. I also love to write and listen to music, singing, and reading. Hello, I'm Sua Kim, and I'm from Korea, and I'm 17 years old. I really love to watch movies and read books, and this also might listen quite weird, but I really love to see clouds in the sky. Perfect. Welcome to everyone. My first serious question to you is, how would you describe the world that students of your generation are entering into now? Is it exciting or way too complicated? I think it's a really exciting world. It's a world of technologies, and uh, uh, with more possibilities to know each other, to know more cultures and open-minded to everything and uh, with much bigger causes like environmental causes and much more worry, uh, worrying about, uh, much more concern about uh, uh, trying to solve that problems. And I think it's a really good world now. Thinking about the future gives me some anxiety because it's so uncertain and Everything can change in a minute. We're uh, thinking that it will be something and it can just change. I'd rather say that the generation we're going into right now is complex. And if I think about like 10 years later or 20 years later when the future generation will be studying history, the current um, society that we're living in right now would be very, very complicated because so many things are happening all at once and because technology has developed, we can see so many things all at once. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a very complicated society. How different do you think it is compared to the world your parents entered after school some decades ago? I think it's a completely different world. It was a much more closed world, like uh, in school. It was much more uh, close to the um, communities and all of that things. And uh, I think that the fact that we are here now as students is a proof of the evolution of the education and the world, actually. So do you think schools today prepare students for the challenges of the world? And what's an example that you could share uh, about how your school prepares you for this? I think we can see that our schools are now 
uh, getting more and more concerned about the world we're about to engage in. And especially when um, it's given so much, so much importance to uh, communication skills, to being able to uh, make presentations in foreign languages and in our, in our, na in our native language. Adding on to what she said, this is not about high school, but uh, primary school. In Korean elementary schools, I heard that um, elementary students learn basic things about algorithms because technology has become a very important factor of our lives. I want to share my experience in my school. So she said learning about foreign languages. And yeah, in my school, we learned Spanish, Japanese, Chinese, and English. So like we live in a world which is um, very, um, like everyone in this world is your neighbor. So I think it's really important to learning language. Definitely. I also really like learning languages. Another question following, um, like, what, what are the skills do, uh, you think we as students need to learn today in order to succeed in the future? And, and why do you think we need these skills? I think the most important thing that students need to learn these days is communication because um, we need to learn how to negotiate with others effectively and to persuade people. Since people are being tense about robots um, replacing human jobs, uh, communication is going to be a very important thing in the future. I completely agree. Actually, in other episodes uh, of Top Class, there has been a discussion of what really means to be a human being against the machine, which is always a worry. You know, are we going to get replaced by the machines? Everything's going to be automatized. Should we worry or not? We can even re rephrase the question and uh, say, so, like, what are the skills that makes us human? that machines cannot possess. So maybe that are like that should be like the skills that we should learn in school. One skill that I find uh, very important, but maybe we learn it uh, not from schools but from our peers and from our parents and for um, loving the work we're doing is compassion. I think when we put compassion in something we're we're doing, we're working on it's, it's just different from when we do it like robots. I think that what uh, differentiates us from the robots is the feelings. We can feel the things we have. We, we know what is love, we know what is friendship, and uh, we put that in the works that we do. They reflect us, and if the robots do it, it just will be a work. It doesn't will have that passion, you know? They are not passionate for what they do. I also think that creativity is very important because um, we see a lot of articles saying robots have created um, actual art or music, but then those things are just a replica of what humans have done. It's like um, they emulate what humans have done and they try to create something new, but that, and that is just an imitation of human creativity. So. I think it's very important for humans to continue being creative and creating something new. I totally agree with you. I think that uh, thinking outside the box and uh, uh, have a critical thinking, it's a completely different thing than just uh, continue the thing that's, uh, that already exists, like you said. When I was your age and thought about what I wanted to become in the future, I thought about professions that were relevant at, that, at the time and perhaps they are not so much today. 
the fact is that I would have never imagined or considered even some of the professions that exist now. Thinking ahead, which professions do you think will become more important in the future and which ones will disappear? Well, the world is so automatized and technologically advanced nowadays that, of course, work, works related to technologies will be the ones thriving, but also uh, some works will stay as they are, I think, like um, medical-related, also teachers and professors, but works like uh, postal services and uh, farmers, every study uh, points that they um, will cease to exist, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, because some new ones will appear. In my opinion, I think the judge will disappear in the future because judge only has to make a decision according to the law. An artificial intelligence judge will not commit any wrong. Wow. I've never thought of that. That's an excellent thought. Thank you. I want you to imagine uh, that you were in charge of your school or your educational system uh, in your country for one day. So what would be the first thing that you would change and why would you change this thing? If I'm in charge of the government for one day, I would remove exams and um, make the performance assessment a wider range so that the students can be creative without being overwhelmed with exams at the same time. I will put curriculum smaller and uh, more appropriate to the ages of the students and uh, maybe I would change the exams because it's a uh, it, for one exam we have to study the last three years and the curriculums are already long so if we put three years of it, it will be even worse. So I think that's what I would change if I was uh, in the government for one day. <laughs> uh, I would change the way we apply to university. When applying to university, uh, the only things that matters um, are our grade at the exam and our average grade, like the internal grade uh, that we have at school. And I think they should also consider doing some interviews because people are not numbers. Yes, I completely agree with Eva because they don't know what we know actually. They just know our exam mark and they don't know if we only memorized it. They just, we are just preparing ourselves for the exam. They don't know what kind of experiences though did we have in our lives and what kind of students we are. So that should make some interviews too. Well, definitely going to university is very complicated. Um, I completely agree. I also went to university myself and the selection process was tough, I must say. I am afraid that we're running out of time, but thank you very much to our guests and to our listeners and to you, Katerina, for joining me in this episode. Welcome. <laughs> I'm a student advisory group representative and we have a student's fair, uh, which is always looking for more students to join us. So if you are a high school student listening right now, you can join us through our Facebook group. The group is called OECD Students Fair, and we would love to have you there. If you want to know more about the OECD Future of Education and Skills 2030 project, please visit www.oecd.org education 2030 or follow the hashtag LearningCompass2030. Thanks for listening. Until next time.